Thank you for tuning in to the Dove Vision Experience Podcast. Your boyfriend and I'm back for another episode. I want to say thank you to each and every person who took the opportunity to share with you my thoughts and my opinion about what's going on in our world and what's going on in our culture, man. I hope you guys been having a great week. You know, we had a week off from the shot. You know, I normally do a recap week to week on that, you know, episode six, I think. And they actually did a break because of the 4th of July holiday. So, of course, you're going to hear me. You know, I'm going to break down some things that's been going on in our, in our world, you know, especially talking about Shakira Richardson, what's been going on over at ESPN, just a couple of various things that I've been seeing that's been happening that I want to bring to light and then talk about those things because those are things that have been on my mind that I want to share with you guys my opinions about. If you have any opinions about these things, please tap in with me. Hit me up. Let me know what you feel about them. You know, comment. I want to see what you guys are talking about and how you feel about this situation that's been going on out here to our, our black queens and what's been happening to them in this industry that they're in and some of these crazy regulations that's been going on. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and kick the podcast off. Like I say, each and every week, man, grab your lighters, pull up. If you're at the gym, you're in the car, on a train, turn me up. Let's get it. Thank you guys for sticking around to the Dovish Experience Podcast. Your boy Frank Nitty, I'm back. So, man, I want to just kick this off talking about Shakira, man. Shakira Richardson. I know last week I talked about her. You know, she was possibly getting the ban and she was having the possibility of actually, you know, running the race because she wasn't going to be able to do the 100 meter race, but she had the opportunity to still be able to run the relay race. And the 30 day suspension was going to coincide right in time for her to be able to run the relay race. And of course, you want to have the fastest people in the US and the fastest people in our country to be able to go out and represent us when it comes to the Olympics. The Olympics is a humongous deal because it's the world. We want to be seen as the the best in the world, and so we want to send our best athletes. But her getting the suspension and getting the ban for her actually smoking weed, which is something that we have to talk about, about the regulations that they're being loosened for every other sport except when it comes to the world sports. It's not a drug that's going to give anybody any enhancement. It's not going to make you faster, but anything is going to make you slower. If you can be a person who can run track and field and do all these activities while having, you know, smoke in your lungs, but it's not like they're smoking to recover and try to smoke to try to basically get a, a leg up on people you just more or less smoking to cope with things to to relax your body she has a lot of pressure on her as she said she's like she was dealing with the the death of her mother and then she was also dealing with the pressures of having to these standards that they want her to live up to because when you're the fastest person in the world you have nothing but eyeballs on you have contracts in, in place you have endorsements in place you have a lot of things that you have to deal with and to find out that your mother has passed away your biological mother that passed away from somebody of a reporter who's not in your family that has to be devastating and for her to be going through that at 21 and being able to just have all these things coming to her you know you want to be the, the best representation because when people feel like you are the representation of them they jump on you they want you to be a role model they want you to be the person that everybody looks up to they want you to run a straight and narrow but you have to be your own person you have to be you and that li- that comes with a lot of pressure and with you being a young adult being 21 years old and having all that on your shoulders that is a lot of pressure for an individual to have imagine yourself back when you were 21 years old and you were making mistakes but instead she's making mistakes in front of the world and she had to come out and she had to apologize she said she was sorry she knew what she was doing but she just had a lot of pressure on us when this times when all this anxiety we had a pandemic going on and a lot of things that have to do with the mental stress and people have to find ways to be able to cope with these things and she knew from her past that she probably smoked and she was able to go in and relax her mind and calm her thoughts but not using it as something to enhance her to be able to go out and run faster she's always god-given ability to run fast anyway she just happened to be the fastest woman in the world who's 21 years old 
she didn't get the opportunity well she won't get the opportunity to go out and show that to the world because she's now going to be banned and this comes to my point now she's not only going to be banned from the from the 100 meter race which she's has specialized in she's going to be uh left off the team the usa track and field team for the relay so she won't even get the opportunity to run the relay race which is going to be devastating because like i said you want to have the the fastest people in the in your country to be able to go out and represent the usa um, when it comes to the olympics so why would you leave her off so my thoughts is that they left her off because she wasn't going to be able to go in and train with them for the relay race if you haven't wa never watched a relay race the relay race is very technical it may not seem technical but it's very technical i've watched my family members run in track meets and it's a very tough uh technical sport you know, I know it, it just seems like it's just simple that you just can run and hand off a baton to one person to the next, but it's not that simple. You have to run stride to stride and you have to hand off. You have to know you in an exact moment because it's, it's a meticulous type of thing. You have to be able to do it in such a short and crisp, precise step that it has to be coincide one step at another handing off the baton and because she wasn't going to be able to practice these things that's probably why they left her off the usa track and field team you know they put out a statement the usa track and field team said they're incre incredibly sympathetic towards sakara richardson extenuating circumstances and fully agrees that that international rules regarding marijuana should be reevaluated you know we want these things to you know change up and she could be the situation to help change these rules like we are having restrictions that change for weed each and every day for you know these different policies that are put in place for people to make money off the marijuana industry if the marijuana industry is about to if not already boom it's going to hit another level because you're now allowing people to go out and make money off of this this plant after it's been scrutinized and has been shamed all these years and now it's going to be able to be taxed to make money these big tobacco companies are going to be easing their way into the marijuana industry it's just going to be more and more money brought into the industry so these restrictions have got to change you know these things have got to be reevaluated. they have to be looked from the top down and say hey man look let's look at the anti-doping policy and see like is this going to be a way for people to enhance their bodies this is this going to be a way for them to gain an advantage over the rest of the world you know this cheating has been going on for anti-doping for years across the world there are always situations like russia their china there are always situations that going on when it comes to cheating but they, they don't want to necessarily reevaluate when it comes to marijuana smoking when the things are actually are changing in the industry as a whole as we face day-to-day -day regulations and new states are starting to get uh, opportunities to um let a people be able to smoke marijuana for recreational uses and different things like that but when it comes to a person who's on the platform of you know track and field or some type of sports it's like hey look we can't let you smoke weed but the, the other sports like nfl nba they're loosening restrictions so things that need to change unfortunately it has to you know it, it came down to her being the face of it when it comes to the track and field but now it may give them opportunity to look at their rules and look at their ability to change things because these changes have to be done from the top down because we no longer look at marijuana like we used to look at it you know back in the day when people smoked weed it was used to be shamed for the person who's to smoke weed like why are you smoking weed it's such a banned topic it was banned and it was looked on as a shameful thing because the president was one who was saying oh let's say no to drugs let's do this let's let's ban it let's let's tax on this let's, let's criminalize it we're going to have you put in jail for so many amount of years if you're caught with marijuana you're caught with weed in your system if you're caught selling weed Yes, these were the things that were put in place way back in the day to criminalize and try to get more of our people locked up. But now things have changed, regulations have changed, 
they have to loosen up those rules to allow people to, you know, be able to sit down and smoke marijuana to be able to ease their pain because nobody wants to be hooked on these these uh, medications when it comes down to these different pills. That's what they want to hook you on. These medical industries want to continue to put you on these painkillers. They want to be able to dope you up with all these different medicines, and then you go out and you're a you're you're dumb, your brain dumb. Because you all have all this dope, you get addicted to it, and now you have to lean on them for more medication. We've seen this time and time again when it comes to NFL players. They are given these painkillers, they're given all these different medications for their mind, for their minds and their bodies, and then all of a sudden you're addicted to these different things. And that's what they need to think about. Like, hey, why were you getting somebody addicted to something, some medical, uh, medical medicine, medicine that you assigned to them that you get a prescription for, and then all of a sudden you're looking at the shame of people who are just smoking weed, who are trying to use something naturally that grows from the ground and. Be being able to you know have your body to be, be able to relax and recover you know what i mean but at the same time she was using it for coping with the coping mechanism as far as like being able to relax her mind to calm down calm her thoughts calm her body down and not be so overwhelmed about the moment and what was going on so you know it's no excuse for her because she knows she had she did something wrong but at the same time like we need to be reevaluating this thing when it comes down to we so i hope and pray that she continues to learn from this mistake because she won't be able to go to the the tokyo 2021 um, olympics but in the future she's still young she's 20 she's 21 years old and leading up to the next olympics i know this you work so hard for this one moment in time but this is just going to make her even stronger she's going to be even better her story is going to be even greater when she goes to that when she goes to the next olympics and she gets on that podium and she raises her hand up when she gets that first place, you know, ribbon and she gets the thing, the tassel puts around her, her a medallion put around her neck. It's going to make it even more sweeter and it's going to make the story even more better. And the people who are like talking negatively about her or endorsers who might be dropping her from anything, you're going to feel pity and you're going to be so ashamed when she gets on there and she shows out the next time she gets to the Olympics. And just because you don't see her at the Olympics doesn't mean she's not going to be running in other races around the country and still building up her, her fan base and she's going to be always having this moment in the back of her head like hey look if i if i didn't do this at 21 by the time i'm 25 you guys are going to really re recognize who i am and my talents and show you that i'm not doping i'm not doing anything wrong and she's going to erase this moment in time and she's only only good only going to get better just had to keep her mind um, focused on the goal keep her keep her attitude up and just you know keep going keep pushing because these are just little small bumps in the road as she said in one of her tweets all these perfect people that know how to live i'm glad i'm not one of them and 2022 to 2025 undefeated that's her tweet you know so i know she's ready to do it she's going to come back even better she's going to continue to prove people wrong this is what she does she's a young black queen who has nothing but energy now she's extra motivated to go out and show people like this is something that's going to fuel her over the next few years and she's going to come out on top and people are going to look back on this moment and say how could we how could we look down on this young lady for going through this because like i said man she was doing this some solely because she was going through something traumatic she said that the stress of her biological mother's recent death combined with the pressure of preparing for the trial led her to use the drug i was definitely triggered and blinded by emotions blinded by badness and hurting and hurting she said on nbc today show i know i can't hide myself so in some type of way i'm trying to hide my pain and you can only just understand how much she was going through at that moment if you've lost a parent or you lost someone significant to you you can totally understand what she was going through we're not taught how to deal with death 
We know that it's coming for each and every one of us. We know it's coming for our parents, our friends, our family, our brothers and our sisters, but we just not, we don't know how to handle it. Nobody teaches you how to handle it. You just have to go through it and you have to go through it how you go through it. You know, nobody can tell you how to cope with something. You have to do it in your own fashion. Like if it, if smoking weed is, does it for you, then you can, you go out and you do what helps you. You know, nobody can tell you what to do with your body when it comes to healing and being able to, un to being able to unwind and being able to, you know, bring the pressures of or the agony of losing a, a loved one that's close to you. So I'm not going to judge her. I'm not going to hold this against her. I just want her to continue to elevate her game, continue to be strong and don't let these haters get, get, go against her and make her feel bad about what she done. You know, like I said, this could have happened three years ago and not had anything to do with the trials or anything like that. But all of a sudden it just happened right now at a big time because we are at the Olympics. So with that, man, I want to go ahead and wrap this segment up. So Sakara Richardson, keep your head up, keep battling, keep pushing forward. You're going to be great. We're going to continue to support you and we love you. And we're going to look forward to seeing you at the next Olympics. So with that, man, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this segment up. Please stick around to my next segment. I see you guys on the other side. Man, shout out to Squarespace. I use them every single day for my website, for my photography. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't promote anything that I wouldn't do myself. Squarespace is trusted by the world's best because it empowers people with creative ideas to succeed. From websites and online stores to marketing tools, analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence. Squarespace is the leader in the website design. Stand out online with a professional website, online store or portfolio with squarespace you can turn any idea into a reality choose from award-winning templates customize the design to fit your personal styles and professional needs drag and drop images onto your site and easily move add and delete pages easily change font colors and page configuration present your work with professional portfolio designs display projects in customizable galleries and password protected pages to share private works with clients Get 24-7 help from the Squarespace customer service support team, unlimited hosting, top-of-the-line security, and an enterprise-grade infrastructure. Squarespace is the best place to start an e-commerce brand and grow. Whether you're just getting started or already selling products, Squarespace has everything you need to power your store and grow your business. Your customers can manage their cart and check out easily without leaving the store. Accept payments with Stripe, PayPal, Apple Pay, and Square. Manage local tax rates and shipping costs. Squarespace has marketing tools to help you grow your business and your audience. Drive traffic to your website and measure your success with powerful marketing and analytical tools. Squarespace has integration with all the leading social platforms so you keep customers up to date with the latest from your website and even buy products directly from Instagram. Highlight important announcements like seasonal sales or holiday hours with intuitive banners and promotions. Analyze and optimize with Squarespace Analytics. From a single interface, get insight into your visitors and their behavior through visual reports covering statistics like page views, conversions, popular content, and more. Squarespace has transparent and affordable domain purchasing, upfront pricing, no hidden fees. If you're not ready to create a website, don't worry. When you register your domain with Squarespace, Squarespace sets up a beautiful spam-free holding page while you finalize your vision. When you're ready to create your beautiful website to promote your business, don't forget about Squarespace and to support the Doe Vision Experience podcast and my YouTube channel. You'll first need to click my link in the show notes, save 10% off your subscription of your website, and use my promo code PARTNER10 at checkout. Make sure you use the link in my show notes and put that PARTNER10 in. It's very important.
If you're looking to kick off your business and you want to sell merch, if you want to sell t-shirts, hat, cups, or whatever the case may be, and you're not quite sure where to start or how much inventory to, to stash at your house, man, I got a great idea for you. Instead of doing all that, let's try something different. Let's try a print-on-demand company. If you're really down for that, man, check out Printful. It's a print-on-demand company that makes things a lot easier for you. It handles all your shipping, handles all your returns. All you have to do is upload your design, pick out the price that you want, and away you go with your marketing. Again, if you're looking for something that's different, do print-on-demand instead of having to stash all those t-shirts and all the inventory at your house if this sounds awesome to you man click the link in my show notes set up the store and let me know how it goes now let's get back to the show thank you guys for sticking around to the dope vision experience podcast i'm back for the next segment man i want to talk about what's been going on at espn we know espn has been had a long history of having problems with their diversity you know they have had issues especially when it came down to george floyd they were all put in the position all these companies like oh look we got to worry about it. we got to look at our diversity we have to figure out what's going on and of course they were caught in the, they were caught in the net just like the rest of these companies so over the past weekend we've been having issues that have been coming out with rachel nichols who's been norm normally the sideline reporter when it comes to basketball and she was going to be announced as the nba finals um, co-host of one of the shows that they have over there but of course she like a lot of these other people have situations that happen behind closed doors they're talking freely and she got recorded and she said something that has turn the thing turn the tie upside down when it comes to espn they don't know what to do they don't know how to handle the situation and of course she's talking about things that's been happening at espn when it comes to the diversity program and of course it kind of boiled down to maria teller who is an excellent sideline reporter she is great at what she does you know maria teller is and she's on espn she covers a lot of different sports such as college volleyball nba nfl the college men basketball women's basketball she does it all she's a phenomenal um, person when it comes to analysts she does great things on espn if you don't know much about e um, maria taylor you haven't been watching espn man let me just run down some of the things that what she's done because she did play sports when she was in college Maria Taylor attended the University of Georgia where she played volleyball and basketball for the Bulldogs. She was named to the all SEC volleyball team three times and also a member of the USA A2 national volleyball team. She graduated from Georgia in 2009 with a degree in broadcasting. And ever since, she's been doing fantastic things. She's been on college game day. You know, she's been amazing. And the thing is, what's been going on with her is they've been in contract talks. As we know that ESPN, over the pandemic, they've been slashing people. They've been slashing salaries. They've been having a whole turnover there we also had some incredible women over there like carrie champion was there and jamel hill they're no longer there because we know the situation what happened with jamel hill was she was jamel hill was talking openly about trump while he was in the president while he was at office and so espn didn't know how to handle that they basically tried to pull her off of the tv shows that she was on and try to put her behind the scenes but she continued to talk she continued to tweet she continued to express her uh, her emotions and things that were going on during the black lives matter movement and how racist he was when he was in office and espn just didn't know how to handle that you know they tried to to pull her off different shows to try to hide her to try to put her behind closed doors but at some point you know she just had to you know break free of the espn you know stature because normally when we think about the broadcasting heights we think about espn this is the top of the chain when it comes to broadcasting when it comes to sports broadcasting and she was there she had a show with michael smith and they were doing great things and then she also had um, other shows that were on the, on the espn network she had a different outlets podcast she was just doing a lot of different things when it came to espn and she was one of those black voices one of those black female voices there at espn and and at, at some point they just couldn't handle her anymore and she decided to you know part ways when it came to espn you also had carrie champion there she was over you know first take and then she moved on from first take and she went to espn you know she was doing more of the the, the countdown she was doing an hour show when it came to espn it was just a lot of things going on there and they talk about the culture there at espn that they don't have a great culture when it comes to their black 
um, diversity or black program diversities or anything that has to do with anything with black there at ESPN. And we've kind of heard these rumbling that's been going on with ESPN. But we don't really think about it because we think about the sports part or we think about the highlights thing. We don't think about the things that goes on behind the scenes, how these um, these political in-office things are going down. And we're not thinking about how our black people are overlooked for these different jobs when it comes to, you know, coming to anchors and coming to desk anchors. Because I think that is the pinnacle for a broadcaster when it comes to sports broadcasting. You want to be an ESPN. You want to be like, you know, you want to be like those people who you see on TV on the, the nightly countdown. You want to see who's doing the top 10. You want to the, see the people who are doing the coverages after these big games, these big NFL games, big college games, these big NBA games. You want to see those people and you want to hear those voices because they come, because they come a staple in your your life because you hear these people each and every day and you kind of see okay this is where i want to be or if you are a person broadcast broadcasting you want to be like hey this is where i want to be i want to be espn i want to be the go-to guy and maria taylor was was getting that she was getting to that point she was being seen everywhere you know man she was seen on college game day she was seen seen on nba countdown so she was making her her dominance felt when it came to ESPN and because she was in contract talks, this is when it started, when it all came out. You know, we had this whirlwind because Maria Taylor was actually trying to get a new contract when it comes to being one of the highest paid women at ESPN and being a black woman in those positions. That's when it comes to you being able to uh, be in those positions to actually pull other people up with you and you could be a face. You know, she's a black woman and she gives the ability to see young black kids can see that, hey, look, I can do that. I can be on that stage. I can be on the TV screen. And a lot of people don't like that. And as we see with Rachel Nichols and she has a comments that was um, taped while she was talking to one of the Le Le LeBron James's uh, advisors. Check this out what she had to say.
there is just one seat at the table for a minority of whichever version this week we're trying to please. So Rachel Nichols was just basically caught on tape, you know, talking about, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, how frustrated she was with ESPN and the diversity they were trying to go give her. And they were trying to hand out more roles for Maria Taylor because Maria Taylor is the person of color that's there at ESPN. They were going to be giving her more roles and they were going to be basically taking her NBA finals coverage, sideline recovery reporting job. And she thought that, oh, why would you, you want to give her things to do, but just don't give her my job. So she's trying to use her privilege to be able to keep what she had going on. But no, ESPN, like, no, we need to put some people in this position so that's their business like that's espn has an issue and they should have been on top of this and they got forced to do something and here she is crying about you know her role and her role being changed up and given to other people like no if she's better than you she's going to be covering things better than you it's not about that you know she's maria taylor is an excellent sideline reporter i love seeing her i, I, I watched her come through the college sideline reporting she worked her way up she's done you know phenomenal things over there when it comes to espn she's a great voice she's a great analyst and she plays sports so she knows what she's talking about she has the ability to relate to players and rachel nichols has been this, this supposedly go-to woman when it comes to the nba and all the players you know talk to her but how are the players going to be responding to her now that this come out because we know that the nba is 80 percent black so if you're going to have black players and you're going to be covering black players talking and laughing about black lives matter black lives matter movement then how are they going to feel going forward talking to you so espn has a a, a big storm fire on their hand they got to figure out what they're going to do with her because they basically took off her show the jump they took it off and then they brought her back because we look and we see these contracts and these people are breaking down these numbers and they're trying to you know they're fighting for their position and jockeying for their position at their jobs and maria taylor is just doing her thing she was making one million dollars they offered her five million dollars she turned it down hold up hold up hold up man we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors this this week's sponsor is going to be printify printify is a fast growing transparent print-on-demand network instantly connecting merchants to major print providers allowing them to sell custom print products that are printed shipped directly to the customer use promo code dope vision for 30-day free premium access again use promo code dope vision for 30-day premium access when you're ready to get started make sure you click the link in my show notes and that's going to take you directly to the page this is your boyfriend Nitin. back to the show as she should because if she's doing all these different things she should be compensated well you know they get they got these other men that on the network they're making probably 18 million dollars they're getting contracts these large contracts she should get a large contract too you know we saw Jaden rose said that on the, one of the shows on the on the, the the final show that saying that hey look she deserves a raise and maria just kind of laughed it out because they knew they were in co contract negotiation you know they try to offer her three million and she was with caa and they also rep represented rachel nichols as well and so she left caa 
okay you know she has the ability to you know uh, flourish at other networks but why should she have to leave when she should be compensated fairly you know just because a white woman is crying about not losing her role to a black woman no we don't want to hear that give her what she's deserving if she deserves eight million a year seven million a year ten million a year, whatever the case may be give her what she's worth don't be trying to downplay her because some white woman is crying on on the internet or crying to somebody else talking about how she's feeling frustrated and how she feels about you know giving jobs to other people and taking her jobs like hey no you give them give those jobs to you know anybody else that take their jobs don't take my job no that's not how it works they're not saying that when it comes to white people taking black people jobs it doesn't work like that so i want to let you guys hear what Jalen Rose's daughter had to say because we know Jalen Rose has been outspoken. He's always supporting his people. He's always supporting the people that he's on set with. You know, he brought Maria Taylor some flowers. He let her know how much he loved her. You know, they were doing it on within the show. But I want you to hear what uh, Jalen Rose's daughter had to say about the situation and about Rachel Nichols and how she feels about Rachel Nichols. Check this out. Because let's quickly talk about Miss Rachel Nichols. Maria Taylor knows what a generational talent she is in the broadcasting world, so I don't even got to go there and hype her up. Let's talk about the fact that she actually played basketball. And if you want to go there, let's go there. Let's talk about how you're related to Diane Sawyer, arguably the queen of ABC. Nah, nah, nah. You got your job as one of the faces of ESPN because you're so entertaining and talented and so good at it, right? You are a woman in the sports world and you sat there and you laughed about the Me Too movement, about your fellow women complaining about being sexually assaulted at work. You think that's funny? What really got me is you're tired of the Black Lives Matter movement because you weren't tired about posting about it or making your stupid little storybook monologues about it. Maybe instead of crying and calling Maria a diversity token, you can direct that energy to the people who think there can only be one woman on that stage. And if we're being real, Rachel Nichols is a subpar reporter. Subpar, boring, not great. I'm sorry your white privilege didn't work this time. Maybe next time. So Jalen Rose daughter just gave her the business, man, letting her know that she's a subpar reporter and she's only been getting on because of her privilege and being related to certain people by through marriage and things like that. But of course, all this happened because of her. You know, she talked about it out of frustration. She was, you know, this all kind of came stemmed back from when she was at the hotel room at the pandemic and she was doing an interview that she was waiting on. And all of a sudden, you know, you have all this new equipment. She's in the room. She's thinking her, her mic and stuff is off. But of course, it's it's hot. You know, she's talking through the microphone. She's talking to a, a LeBron James. James, uh, a confidant or advisor and she's like showing her frustration with her but she doesn't know that she's being recorded by a microphone in the room and the crazy thing about it this microphone is recording her to a server that goes back to ESPN and ESPN people are able to normally listen and watch this so somebody listened to this put it on their phone and they shared it throughout the company and now they have a storm fire on their hands she can't stop the, the whirlwind of course her contract is coming up and also Maria's contract is coming up and they're doing contract talks and Maria's like no I want my money i don't want you guys to just i want you guys to pay me what i'm worth not what you think i'm worth so these are the battles that's going on up there at espn and they they have to deal with this we got to figure out because it's in the middle of the nba finals and we got to figure out who's going to be covering the nba finals they have to figure out what they're going to do um, to make sure this is taken care of and we're not just brushing this on the rug like any other normal occurrences that probably happen so what they're going to do we're not sure yet because like i said maria contract is actually coming up and it's going to almost end as the nba finals reaches game five or game or six or something like that and so if they don't have anything broken down for her she can possibly be you know moving on to bigger and better 
roles or they can kind of come back to the table and give her something different but her leaving caa is probably the best thing for her at the moment because her being represented by caa and rachel being represented by caa they might not you know work out the best deal for her because they might be vying for rachel nichols to get the better deal where no we need to have oh, that's a conflict of interest let me go ahead and go with somebody else so somebody else can find me if something might be better out there for me they can find it for me they can go to fox news nbc amazon anywhere they have other platforms where she can go and be great at but she, we, we love seeing her there if she's no longer there in the future you know i would be a little bit sad about it because this is one of the prominent roles when it comes to sports broadcasting and i want to be able to see her there for five or ten years i want my daughters to be able to see her and if they decide they want to go into something like that they have the ability to see somebody that looks like them on tv we need representation on tv for our little you know boys and our little girls to be able to see themselves in someone else when it comes to things that they don't think that's obtainable if we always see just these old white men and these old white ladies that sit on these desks and do different things then we can never see representation like us on these channels and we don't think that we can achieve those level of heights sometimes you just have to be able to see things you know a lot of us have the ability to kind of go and chase other things even though we don't see it but some of us have to see it and we believe that we can do it. it's like oh that person did it then i can do it as well so we need their representation on those channels and on those platforms. You know, Rachel Nichols got caught out there with her pants down. She's laughing at the Black Lives Matter movement. We got to figure out what they're going to do with her. Is she's going to continue to cover the NBA where all these players are black? Are the black players going to talk to her? What's going to happen? We don't know. I hope Maria gets the bag. I hope she continues to excel. I hope she continues to get these big broadcasting gigs because we need people like her to continue to go carry that carry that uh, baton for the next black woman that's going to come along behind her. She has to be the representation that we need. So I hope she gets the eight to ten million dollars that she wants. I hope she gets more. She deserves it because she's doing a lot of different things. She's covering all these different sideline report stories. She's doing all these different things, and players are going to gravitate to her. You know continue being great we're going to be behind you queen so with that i want to go ahead and wrap this up man i want to say thank you to each and every person who actually checked this out continue to rock with your boy always remember it's collaboration over competition until the next episode this your boy frank native from the sip i'm out I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to grab some merch, canvas prints for your home or office, or see the full-length video from this episode, please visit dovision.com. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at dovisionsf. Also, send me an email of someone you'd like to hear on the podcast at dovisionsf at gmail.com. Also, please join the Dovision Club at patreon.com forward slash dovision for early access to the content and some of the behind-the-scenes look of some of the episodes that I create. While you're listening, don't forget to hit, hit the subscribe button and comment on the podcast as well as my YouTube channel and turn on those post notifications so that you'll be notified each and every time I drop a new episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, collaboration over competition. Until next time, this your boy Frank Nitty, and I'm out. <laughs>